your cocks out, everybody, because Shade Palace is talking about Daisy of Love. Later, Brett. We got one hot chick and a bunch of swinging dicks. And don't forget about Ricky Rackman. Let's do this shit. Uh, hey, welcome to Shade Palace. Do you do you understand that I don't know the name of this show? It's Shade Palace. You should choose one. Choose a, a name for the show with less S sounds. I think well, that might be in the best interest. And just by the way, I'm Sid. This is Anthony. And for the edification of the audience, the day that we record, um, I haven't spoken to anyone all day. So when I talk to Anthony, it's the first person I'm talking to. Um, after being awake for like 12 hours and uh, I've, I'm like, oh shit, I don't know how to use words anymore. It's tough for your first conversation to happen at 8.05 p.m. It's, yeah. a, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a strange, it's a strange life we live. Yeah. Um, so this is episode 10 of Daisy of Love and London is officially back in the house and the guys are like, okay, well, if you're going to be back in the house... You have to drink a shot glass of Tabasco and he does it. And he's just like, well, you know, like I'm in a band, like I'm used to this sort of stuff or whatever. And I'm just like, you could also just say, no, like I'm in the house, whether or not I eat a shot glass of Tabasco. And to earn, earn their respect for what, like four days. Yeah. Like, it's not even how much do you actually care about Sinister's respect? Well, yeah, and then like, are you gonna are you gonna be able to fuck Daisy now that your asshole's on fucking fire? It it is just a strange ask. It's like they looked around the kitchen and they were like, "Well, in order to to do this, you have to take a shot of uh Tabasco. That's it. That's all we have. That's all we have. Yeah. And honestly, I do enjoy like I think the next episode's the clip show, and we see the guys just being bored and entertaining themselves around the house, and I do enjoy that. Um, and Sinister's having a fucking meltdown because, like, uh, like, listen, London's in the house. The game's kind of over for everyone, and Sinister is not handling it well. He was, like, trying to be possessive of Daisy in front of London, and, like, it just was awkward because there's no chemistry there, and he can't see it. Uh, it yeah, it, it's tough for um, a Sinister, I think, just to still be in the house. Like, there's no way he could possibly be at this point in time thinking that he's... A front runner. Yeah. I like, th- think that he actually has a shot. It's like London's stealing his whole flow. Like London does everything that he does, but better. Yeah. And like, also it's just like weird to me when people can't tell that there's no chemistry. Like, okay. Oh God. He goes oh, over. Yeah. Like, the full. Oh, London and Daisy are making out and, Lo- and sinister picks some flowers and goes over and interrupts them kissing to give her the flower. Like, it's just, it's too desperate. It's sad, and it makes me uncomfortable. Yep, it's like he lost his ring. He starts freaking out. Yeah, it's. And how valuable could this fucking ring be? He doesn't say like, "Oh, it was a family heirloom" or whatever. He just says he's had it twelve years. He probably got yeah, it at something Claire's. he got out of a gumball machine. Yeah. So embarrassing. 
Um, but yeah, like I've been on dates with people where there's like clearly no chemistry, like, and then they lean in to give the goodnight kiss and you're just like, whoa, like you, you couldn't tell that there was no chemistry here. Um, we just were on two different dates. You had no idea. And like Sinister just reminds me of that. Like read the room and like stop embarrassing yourself. Is it London's like, like game here? It's just like textbook douchebag but like kind of nails it where he's like he was talking before but when sinister came over and interrupted and she, daisy's like then why'd you leave and he's like i'm just a jackass i do jackass things sometimes i'm kind of like a renegade bad boy and she just like melted in his hands yeah and it's like man i wish <laughs> well they're both good looking and broken people so like they just see each other in that and London probably gets a lot of tail based on being this like flawed guy, right? And it's just like, and girls are like, oh, he's so broken. And they fall for it. And it's really gross. I don't enjoy mm. it. As it's sinister, grabs a guitar off the wall and think- goes to smash it. And it's, it's one of the more like pitiful attempts at a guitar smash that I think I've ever seen. But I also never feel like it, do- it actually happens like it does in the movies. Yeah, I don't think guitars smash apart the way they do. Like, you know how we talked about the stunt glassware that breaks? Like, I feel like mm. movies must use stunt guitars because I don't think I think they break more like what Sinister just did than how in movies Where they just smash. The, the neck snaps off. Yeah, it's it has to be. Um, But yeah, it is really embarrassing the way he's acting. And it's also like scary. He can't handle his emotions. Yeah. Did you just see? I don't even know if we're, we're at the same time. He threw an egg at the camera. Yeah, yeah. It, I couldn't figure out what it was because I'm an idiot. I was like, what is that? I watched it like three times because I thought he broke it. I thought he threw like a rock or something and broke the camera lens. Yeah. But, oh, I guess he found an egg. Sinister needs to pull up his god dang pants. Look at that. His torso is like down to his knees. <laughs> it's very confusing. I, um, so what is it? There's, oh, so there's only two, two slots open left for the finale. Oh yeah. Because they brought one back or whatever. So this Uh is super pressure. Yeah. Double elimination week. Who do you think that she should take? Not who she will, but like, who are your favorite Um, guys in the house? I think it has to be 12 pack. I think he's just the most i think he's the most put together person here and they seem to have Um, a lot of fun together and like sexual chemistry yeah it's um i would say it would have been a no-brainer if london didn't come back yeah um but i would probably send 12 pack and then it'd have to be it would have to be london just because of the chemistry side of it yeah um can we talk love flex can we talk about sinister's look right here where there's like a bandana under a hat and then the glasses are over the bandana and it's all leopard like or all zebra is he wearing two belts i think he'd be wearing he might be wearing two belts yeah but and they're not through his belt loops they're just wearing his pants (laughs) off his body uh, by the way, for the listeners who aren't watching along, this is like the exes episode, so the guys are exes are coming to the house. It's the best episode of every season. Dude, her um, tits look like cannons in this outfit. Uh-huh. 
They look like they, they do the the entire episode. They look like Aaron's circus tits from season was it one of Rock of Love? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Bazoongas. Mm-hmm. As I was uh looking at some of the talk of love stuff and just seeing like who Daisy or not Daisy, who Lacey had done interviews with mm-hmm. and uh some really fascinating characters over there. They have uh Ina from Rock of Love season one, I think she's done an interview with. Really? And like, I, trust me, I searched, I scoured the earth looking for Ina uh, and she does not exist. But Lacey has her phone number or something and did a full blown interview with her. Whoa. I just don't want to give her any. It's really hard. to Have you have you listened it, to any of those interviews? It's just really hard to listen to. There, There's a few that are like hours long like an hour long mm-hmm. um, and they're up on YouTube and those are the ones I'll watch. I again, don't want to give her money either, but like, yeah, she did an interview with, with Ina. She did an interview with London, Sinister and Chi Chi on the same episode. Oh, fuck. Like, mm-hmm. There's a lot there. I'll watch the free ones. Yeah. I don't I, give yeah. her any money. No, fuck that bitch. Um, <laughs> so 12 pack has like, it's just a friend who comes. So he kind of won on that one. Flex has an actual ex-girlfriend come. Um, and I think it comes out in the episode that, like, they, they've they been broken up a couple years, but, like, they got drunk and hooked up shortly before he went to film. Who doesn't? The, uh, the, I was stunned at the caliber of uh, Sinister's ex here. Yes, yeah, because she's good looking. Let's talk about London's friend who comes on. She looks like a goddamn popple. This haircut is... <laughs> and I had a hair metal mullet during this era, but, like, it's too short and spiky on top. Like, it's a... I, I can't. It's difficult to look at this girl's hair. How do you get it spiked in the the middle back? Is that just gel? Uh, Were women gelling their hair? It it was pomade at the time. You'd flat iron it and then add a little texturizer to it. Um, And then the skirt she's wearing, the girl's real tall and thin, and her skirt is like a headband. It's like basically like a censored bar across her crotch. (laughs) Yeah, she has a shoelace blurring out her lips. Like, it's something. And Sinister's ex is hot. Like, she looks like she's like stripper hot. hot. Yeah, she's she's big time stripper hot. Um, let's see. I didn't I didn't realize this show was in two thousand nine either. Like I always thought it was earlier. It looks like earlier, huh? I I guess I I it, I thought it was like two thousand seven. I ca- I've been saying seven for years. It feels two thousand seven to me. Yeah. Because 2009 was kind of more moving into the Electro Clash, like, uh, what do they call it? There was, like, Electro Clash and New Rave, spelled with an N-U. Like, people were getting a little away from the rock trash at the time. But I guess not these people. Mm-mm. Either way, these these colorful sleeves are forever. <laughs> Unfortunately, they are. Those never go away. Um, so London's friend says that he's a sex addict. Oh, what a crime. And also, 
uh, not that bad of an admission. I think this is, and I, I was looking through, and um, Amber, the girl who won season one of Rock of Love, they did the exact same thing, too, as they brought in a friend instead of an ex. Oh, yep, and yeah. Um, and it's like setting them up. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, it's almost like setting that particular person up for success because they're not bringing in someone who can actually dish out real dirt. dish. Yeah, I mean, but this girl does end up you know, kind of given some dish. And I, th- I can see London being like a love and sex addict. And like, that's how he gets his self-esteem is from female adoration. Cause he doesn't have a lot else to be proud of. He's not a good musician. He's homeless. Like, you know what I mean? But like, if he can get mm-hmm. hot bitches, I guess that gives him some sense of self-worth. Um, Flex's ex is like real sad. It's clear he broke her heart. And 12 Pack's friend is telling, talking about how normal he is and how he hasn't let fame go to his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's this girl? Ashley. Ashley. I couldn't tell what that was on her lip at first. It's lit weird. So I thought she had like herpes or something, but now it's just a, it's a piercing, which is much hotter. Yeah. Well, then herpes, but maybe yeah. that's like the way, like to hide a cold sore, is you get like um one Just of those pierce like, through it. Well, like no, no, I was gonna say a clip-on lip ring, um, which is better than um what I do, which is I just overdraw my lipstick so I look like the Joker. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, this is better than having a cold sore. Now I just right. look. No one will notice. How, how could how could they notice? They're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> busy focusing on me being criminally insane and not the fact that I have oral herpes <laughs> like everyone else in America. Um. Oh yeah, and and London's friend says that he might or that he's seeing someone back home, which we know now that he was because when he went home from the show, he hooked up with that girl and got her pregnant, which is like one of the things that uh, ruined his relationship with Daisy is that like uh, while he was trying to win her, he got someone else pregnant. Yeah. Cause of course London uh, doesn't use condoms. I bet he's the type of guy who's like a cat. First of all, I feel bad saying this. It's very, very clear to me that London has a slightly below average dick and also, I'm sure he's one of those guys who's like, I can't use condoms. I lose my boner. And I'm like, how does uh, how can you how can you judge his uh, his size based off of just character? Uh, his build. Um, I don't know. I, it's a skill. I've done a lot of field research. <laughs> um, kind of like, um, I don't know. The, the resident the, expert. Yeah, I'm like the Jane Goodall of Cox. I've really been out in the wilderness observing them. Um, That's right. But it was it's a it's a game I used to play with my friends where like if they were seeing someone, I would draw a picture of what I thought it looked like that guy would look like, and they'd be like, "Oh my god! Like how do you know?" And I'm like, "I don't know, but I'm so glad I went to art school so I can do this, <laughs> so I can draw anatomy perfectly." Yeah, is it the shading? It's yeah, it's the shading, it's capturing the veins, the angle. Um, but yeah, London, he just also he doesn't have small dick energy, but he has slightly less than average size dick energy. And it goes without saying that it's very pale and it's not very veiny. 
uh, remarkably pale. <laughs> it's got it's got to be pale. There's no other alternative. He has Casper the friendly dick. <laughs> <laughs> the movie Powder is based on London. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so Daisy's having all the guys and their exes or friends or whoever meet with her. Uh, allegedly personal psychic which was in no way hired by production this is her personal psychic i, I just wanted to point out how how daisy de la hoya this move is is mm-hmm. to leave any sort of uh decision on who she would potentially marry up to um a psychic a hired psychic no less not even like there is no personal connection with the psychic. That you know what you're right. She likes to live life as if she doesn't have any agency. Like she had her ex-boyfriend living with her, supporting him as if she had no control over that. Like, well, I can't kick him out. You know what I mean? And like she just everything right. she acts as if she doesn't have any power or control to make decisions over her own life, which is like kind of a bitch move. It's kind of hot. Also, I was thinking about how she must still want to be known for this time in her life because we know that Daisy De La Hoya is not her real name. Her real name was Vanessa Mossman, and she still goes by Daisy De La Hoya on Facebook, correct? Time out. That's her, her name is Vanessa Mossman? Yeah, she goes by Daisy De La Hoya on Facebook. Isn't she Oscar De La Hoya's, like niece or something like that Well, that's what she claimed remember when she was yelling that on rock of love but yeah. um no the other girls like found her luggage and teased her about it um so yeah that's not that was not her given name allegedly she has no relation to oscar de la hoya because i was thinking about like you know a lot of these women have chosen to kind of slip into obscurity and not be found but um, and so she could easily if she just wanted to be a normal person, she could just go revert back to being Vanessa Mossman or being whomever. So to still be going by what is in effect a stage name is interesting. Uh, I had no idea. I, I it could have convinced me. I was like, that's just a really cool name. It sounds like a stripper name. But um, also, I feel like you're sometimes names kind of decide your own destiny. So naming your kid Daisy is probably like des- you're creating, you're manifesting a destiny for them where they're like a single mom of two. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking up Daisy De La Hoya, uh, Vanessa Mossman. <laughs> it's like not even that uncomfortable or like awkward of a name. It's just such a boring normal name like it would never play on tv she could never she could never be vanessa of love and who knows like maybe she did legally change it and that's why she still goes by it um but uh she's five foot two inches it's kind of taller than i expected yeah i I probably would have put her at probably square at five yeah um though her wiki says that uh her uncle is but it's not like the wikipedia it's like wiki.ng and it's full of spelling errors um (laughs) so i don't know but yeah so daisy de la hoya is a uh stage name of sorts it's a character we're watching art at play here 
Yeah. Um, okay, so in the psychic, she's talking to London about how he is or is not seeing someone. And yes, he did see that girl when he did go back. But it's not like he's a girlfriend because seeing someone and having a girlfriend are different. And this is going to be like one of those typical like relationship like arguments that's just semantics. It's so a Ross and Rachel, we were on a break situation. Like he's like, I'm seeing someone. I don't have a girlfriend. And like, I don't know. Like you're like, girl, he literally left you and he went home and fucked another chick. And now he's back trying to fuck you. And, like, how hard do you want to fight for an unemployed homeless guy? Apparently pretty hard. Um, she She's really trying to kind of make this whole London thing work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I mean, obviously there's a reason for it. But as someone who doesn't put in effort with, I mean, literally anything in my life, um, <laughs> this is just way too much for me to handle. I am notorious for not putting effort into relationships, both romantic or like just any interpersonal relationship, friendships, etc. Um, and that's like to the extent that it probably is a problem in my life. So when I see people like this where I'm like, what are you fighting for here? Like you're fighting so hard and like what do you get at the end of it? Like what's the reward? How great is this guy? How great of a how, how great of a match is he for you? You know what I mean? Like, I would just rather use that energy for basically anything else. You know, <laughs> owning people at Words with Friends, um, <laughs> working out. I don't know, mm-hmm. but like, I yeah, I just I, I don't understand what she's fighting for here. He ain't that hot. Fighting real hard though. No, I mean he's a good looking dude, but I mean he, he is a good looking dude, but his. I don't want to be shitty, but like his arms are so noodly and like, like take away the makeup, like take away the hair and the makeup and the leather jacket. And he's kind of a scrawny dork. Which yeah, honestly, that's fair. I might even be more into like put him in a cardigan and some tortoiseshell glasses <laughs> and like maybe that's a thing. But like give him a give him a book or something. Yeah. Make him hold it naturally. Yeah, be like, here, hold this. And if it's, like, right side up and not upside down, you know, you, we might really have something there. Yep. Um, And now Sinister. Oh, so, by the way, like, we didn't tell people that Sinister's ex pulled Daisy aside to ask if he'd she'd ever seen him get violent. Because apparently, like, only one time they were out and he was drunk and he hit her. Hit her and in the face. It seems like it probably happened more than once and she has anxiety about speaking poorly about him or ruining his reputation because she seems really uncomfortable about this whole subject and she has that sort of like silent beaten woman like the way she holds herself and the way she looks around him. It makes me uncomfortable. It makes me feel like he got violent more than once with her and whether or not he hit her more than once he's probably punched holes in walls or broken things in arguments with her i mean it's clear he smashes things when he's angry and like so they're asking this they're talking about it and he's explaining it and being like i would never hit a woman and it's like well like you did um 
So I don't know. Yeah, he, I, I felt that he kind of skated on this a little bit too much. Like, like even just the one time, like, I don't know. I don't have that in me to, like, I'm not a hitter yeah. as a person. So it's not my first instinct, right? So, like, I don't know how you get to that point where you just kind of lash out and punch a woman in the face. But Yeah, I don't I mean, know. I um, dated someone who, like, never hit other people, but, like, before I knew him, had, like, punched many a holes in, like, walls in his house. Like, when I uh, went to his house, there was, like, all these patches where he had it. Like, <laughs> There's a whole bunch of paint- paintings on the wall in weird places. Oh, holes. no, he didn't even have the dignity to cover him up like that. <laughs> but, like, um, and it was, like, uncomfortable. And he was like, listen, like, I don't get, I don't hit people and I haven't punched a hole in a wall in a long time, but, like, it's something that I've done a lot of. I get very angry. And, like, why did I keep dating him? So many questions. Um, but, uh, you know, um, in hindsight, I'm like, girl, you should have fucking run for the hills. Okay, so yeah. what are they busting London on? Oh, having a girlfriend. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because they're excited because yeah. they think that London having a girlfriend will mean he gets eliminated, and it doesn't. It's also, it, it's it's so secondhand at this point. It was secondhand of secondhand, so it was like the girls were there at the table when London's friend was talking about it, and then they tell the guys, and then the guys are outraged like they found something out for the first time. Yeah. Um. It's like with like the big, it was not the bigger one with the Fox one. Like, I think they had more of an active role in trying to figure that out. Like, I genuinely do think they did. And this one, it just seems like they're getting aggressive because it's like a it's a tactical play to try and get it out. Yeah, because they know that if he's in the running, they're done. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, now everyone's arguing the semantics of the difference between seeing someone and having a girlfriend and. Like, whatever, they're 23, like, they're sleeping around. So he has a girl that mm-hmm. he's been hooking up with, and, like, you're right, that's not a relationship. Um, but, like, if I were Daisy, I would be like, well, if you like me so much, like, why did you go home for two weeks, fuck another chick, and then come back? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's a, fa- it's a fair and valid point. I think it is. I, I mean, <laughs> he's, he's going to knock his mohawk, mohawk off. Oh, yeah. to, to London the uh, the funniest thing that London does and he does this a bunch during this like standoff bit is he like drops his leather jacket just off of his shoulders just to give the impression that like hold me back hold me back and then no one's touching him yeah um, yeah because and well and he does say at least he's like honest like he doesn't big talk flex he's like I'm half your size swing at me like you can kick my ass like he knows it's it's not he's not gonna win a fight and then in the midst of all that flexes ex like falls on the table and 12 pack jumps in not to save her but to grab the vodka so the vodka isn't knocked over and it's like bottles of pop off it was like plastic yeah it's, it's like stole it's like stoli yeah they're plastic fat plastic gallons of vodka yeah like the production value i thought they would have shelled out for something nicer yeah like are you you're serving these people um bartons i'm trying to think of like those horrible pop-off i haven't drinking cheap vodka in 20 years but um 
yeah, it's just like you don't have enough money to buy these people like a bottle of absolute. I think they have to be plastic bottles. I genuinely uh, think they did. All, I think they did plastic on purpose because they yeah. probably don't want them to have glass in the house. Yeah, but they had glassware. They have bottles. And they have yeah, they had they have beer bottles. And like, but yeah, maybe they didn't have a contract with a vodka company, so they just dumped it into some gallon drums. <laughs> Um, He's got oil, oil drums of vodka in the back. Yeah, it's just in an empty bleach bottle. They're like, <laughs> go, guys, drink up. Uh, fucking sister no. has a zebra bandana hanging out of his pocket, and like, did, I don't know if you noticed, but London was wearing a t-shirt with a vest with his jacket. It's just like there's so many accessories and layers, and mm-hmm. I'm all for being extra or whatever. But I think it was Coco Chanel who said like. Before you leave the house, take one item off. Like, don't go out over-accessorized. And, like, these people could really benefit from that. There's so much accoutrement. And in this era, then, you'd, like, hook up with someone. You'd go home with someone. And in the morning, there'd be a pile next to the bed. Because, like, both the pile guys... Of trinkets. Yeah, both <laughs> the guys and the girls had on, like, three necklaces and bracelets and rings and bandanas. And you'd have to, like, go through the pile to grab your accessories to go home <laughs> so yeah. ridiculous it's like everyone's it's like, a walking... every dude every dude here is wearing double digit accessories right now yeah they're a walking wind chime <laughs> <laughs> um and flex is like i've had it with everyone in this house being a fucking douchebag and liar um Flex's makeup looks okay today. Yeah, I, I was He's thinking not that. Over, not, <laughs> they didn't overdo it. I mean, I think it's I think it's the lack of eyeliner. Yeah. I think I think the eyeliner really makes the the what you call it peanut butter foundation. Yeah. I think it makes his peanut butter foundation pop. Yeah, and Daisy actually looks good too. She's wearing a little less makeup than normal, and it's a good look for her. Yeah. She. She. This might be her best looking episode. I think you're right. Season. Yeah, the tits are cannons. The face makeup's good. The hair's good. I was uh, I was like, I was going through those talk love things a little bit and just kind of looking at the thumbnails. Uh, Farah has a face tattoo. Yeah, she has like the little leopard sprinkle by her eye or something. It's yeah, it's pretty big. It's it's she's got a. It's pretty noticeable. Um, her and Ashley, like recently, like during the pandemic, when everyone started rewatching these shows and her and Ashley started talking again, like they both started OnlyFans because like, fuck it, make some money. Right. And like people kind of were giving Ashley in particular shit being like, you're a mom. How dare you do this? And Farrah's response to it was like, I don't know why people are surprised. We been drunk sluts. We are drunk sluts. Why is it a surprise that we're doing slut shit for money? We were strippers when you met us. And I was like, (laughs) I really appreciated her just being like frank like that. Like, listen, we were drunk strippers. We're then we're drunk strippers now. Why are you? Why are you shocked? What are you mad about? Yeah, I love I loved I love Farrah. She is hilarious. If her and her and Ashley should have had a reality show, it would have been better than the simple life for sure. Cause her and it's, Ashley are it's like, way funnier than Paris and Nicole. And I think like Ashley is like, uh, I get Ashley and Megan Hauserman mixed up sometimes like mm. similar type attitudes, 
but uh i think ashley did it better oh yeah ashley's ashley is funnier she's a little trashier megan like want is like wannabe bougie and she is now she married like a millionaire in florida they live on the beach with like a private boat dock like she did the thing that she wanted to do so good for her happy for her oh yeah 12 pack gets through oh uh, yeah because all the guys are daisy asks all the guys to like uh pick who they think is most eligible like who the best fit is and all three of them say 12 pack and daisy uses that as a justification to pick 12 pack yeah to go to the finale in hawaii maui Oh, yeah, that's right. It's in Maui. Yeah. And White guys love Maui. I've never been to any of Hawaii, so I don't know anything about it. But um, at least it wasn't like on Rock of Love where they like were like, you're going to Puerto Penasco. Like, it was just like you're going to like this trashy tourist part of like northern Mexico. And 12-Pack seems more excited about going to Maui than about the finale who he's going with yeah because i think at this point he realizes he lost and he accepted it with dignity because he likes daisy but like he's just like listen like i don't london's here i ain't whatever yeah i don't know he seems kind of broken up like a little bit later on like he does seem like he's actually invested but so her and london are talking about the difference between dating someone having a girlfriend whatever um and flex is like how different can it be you're having sex with both the girls and again daisy you have your own tv show so like why do you have to fight for a dude uh like i think it's the the play it's got to be the playing hard to get aspect that just does it for her like i think the other guys are just way too willing and the fact that he was able to like if if london never got up and like walked out yeah like i don't know if i don't know if he actually makes it to the final four yeah like if he didn't if he didn't eliminate himself you're right i mean my last dog that i had for 17 years he was kind of indifferent you know and um it did drive me wild unlike a dog that follows you from room to room and has to be pet and all this stuff like this dog really like he could take it or leave it with me. And like it did. I, I was so obsessed with him. So like I, I get it. And I used to yeah. my, my ex would always like, you know, be following me from room to room bothering me. And I'd be like, can you just like ignore me a little bit? Because you can see when the dog does it and how I'm obsessed with the dog. Like just <laughs> leave me alone for five minutes and I will come running to you. Uh, it's so I, I yeah, I can see maybe that's what happened with the London situation. The sinister is talking. A lot, of, a lot of words out of sinister. He looks like a wounded animal. He's, he's got he's got chichi. He's got chichi energy. Big chichi energy. Big chichi energy. It's just and I'm like, how is this a sh- surprise to him? That's the thing. Is like, how is he shocked? He should just look around and realize that he's at everybody else's nipple height. Like yeah. he's just he's just incapable of actually just like physically stacking up to any of these guys never mind like the fact that he has no connection yeah you know it'd be great is if like on the way out he tripped because his pants are so saggy (laughs) (laughs) he makes planet on the way out i would oh it would make my life 
Yeah, they put him next to Flex. Oh my god, he is he's a whole head shorter than Flex. He's wearing a scarf too, like a full blown oh. glittery. He he's wearing a scarf in his little diary room session too. This man loves his neck accessories. He is like the love child of Jonathan Davis and um hold on, and Steven Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. He's losing it, huh? He really is freaking out. I find it funny, right? So Sinister has his hat turned at like a perfect 45 degrees mm-hmm. and uh, goes in for a hug with Daisy. And it, it perfectly rests over her shoulder. It's like he, it's like he no. planned on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh watch it. God. It's like if he was wearing his hat any other way, oh it would like hit her. Oh it rests right over her shoulder. God. It's the funniest thing in the world. Uh, I'm back to the most awkward kiss on the show. Okay, great. That's over. Daisy kind of says like she kept him around to protect him because she didn't want to hurt him. And then she's like, I think I made it worse. And I'm like, yeah, this is why I always say that quote unquote nice guys are not nice. Like I know I've had friends who've like literally my one friend took two years to break up with his girlfriend. Like he was not happy for two years. And like, they were in their 30s. She wanted to have kids. And I was like, you, but he's like, well, I can't. Like, she just lost her job. I can't break up with her now. Or I can't, you know, like, it was always a reason why he couldn't bear to hurt her. And I'm like, well, you're actually being, like, a lot meaner because you're, like, wasting the last fertile years of her life. <laughs> and she wants to be a mother. So, like, if you just would break up with her, like, I'm like... Uh, the people that they're like, he's an asshole. I'm like, well, maybe he just told you what you didn't want to hear. But like, that's the kindest thing to do is tell someone the truth, even if it's what they don't want to hear. By trying to be nice, you're actually being a fucking asshole. Uh, yeah, you said it well. Uh, I have been in in that asshole friend's shoes more often. Yeah, I just don't like doing the whole breakup thing. So... Yeah. I'm I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a class A douche when it comes to that. Like the but coward. Such a coward. Oh my god. Yeah. Huge, huge coward. It's like I don't want to do it. It's yeah. like I don't want to be the one to do it. It's like I'll I'll make her break up with me type thing. I do yeah. that all the time. Yeah. Well, that's my that's my signature move. I listen, I get it cuz I hate confrontation. So mm. like and then when you reach the point where you're like I don't even want to have a relationship talk because like there because there is no relationship. It's fucking over. But if I have this talk where I'm like, hey, like this isn't working. I want to go. Then we're going to have to rehash the fucking relationship. Like, oh, it's oh, I hate Mm. the whole thing. My last breakup was so easy because like it was like, hey, I think we're just friends. And it's like, yeah, I think we are just friends. Do you think we should break up? Yeah, we should probably break up like and then it was like, boop, boop, done. Um, and like later then for some reason there were relationship talks and then I found that really annoying cause I'm like, well, we already fucking ended it. Like I just hate relationship <laughs> talks mostly. Like, yeah. I, I just, I don't need deep talks. No. I'm, not, I'm not physically or mentally capable of maintaining that sort of relationship with anyone. Yeah. It's, if it's going good, it's going good. If it's going bad, let's just pull the plug. I don't really have it in me to talk about it. Um, the credit scene is... Uh, sinister 
putting himself in Flex's plastic laundry bag and Flex carrying him around the house. <laughs> it's it's one of the more humiliating things that I've ever seen a man do to another man. Yeah. And um, Sinister- never mind the one that you're competing against. Yeah, and Sinister did it voluntarily. Um, yeah, it goes headfirst into the bag. Uh, yeah, so who went through? Oh, um, yeah, we talked straight over that. So she ended up taking three of them. So... She sent Sinister home, and she's going to take 12-pack Flex and London. Um, yeah. I feel like she might leave one, like, at the tarmac. Like, they fly there, and then she's like, uh, okay, this is as far as you go. I don't know if she does, like... <laughs> this was a mistake. Yeah, I don't know if she does three final dates. I cannot remember. Um, I don't remember either. I remember she cuts one of them kind of awkwardly. Um, and I think it is like a le- left on the tarmac type situation, which is strange. Yeah. Um, I found this odd because like, I don't know. I don't think that she was intent on bringing three through. Like, I think that there was probably only money in the budget to take two. And then Daisy probably screwed it up and really made things tough for, uh, 51 minds. Yeah. Well, that's why the next episode, they won't even have plastic bottle of vodka. It's just going to be toilet wine. Because um, they had to use the liquor budget to fly a third person to, to Hawaii. <laughs> to buy a coach ticket to Hawaii. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, do you want to do this again? Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs>